I'm Nora Jones, and today I'm playing along with Rodrigo Amarante. I'm just playing along with you. I'm just playing along with you. Hey, I'm Nora, and here with me, as always, is Sarah Oda. Hi. Today our guest is Rodrigo Amarante. He is a beautiful Brazilian singer-songwriter. You may know him from his band Los Hermanos from Brazil, hugely successful, um, also from Orchestra Imperial, and that magical record that he made with his band Little Joy. Um, yeah, I love that record. He's made many solo albums. His latest one is called Drama. It's beautiful. You should grab it. You might know him from the theme song to Narcos. Tuyo. Yes. You'll learn about how he grew up in Brazil, surrounded by music in the land of music, and sort of the organic beginnings to a lot of the music projects he worked on. We had a lot of fun playing music together. We were in the middle of a tour together when we recorded this episode, and um, it was really fun. He's a very knowledgeable human. Yes. I I learn a lot. Every time I have Mm -hmm. dinner with him, he's like Mm -hmm. one of those artists who you learn from, Yes, if that makes sense. For sure. Um, I learned a lot about um, the samba schools in Brazil where he grew up, um, which I didn't really completely understand until we had this conversation. Mm -hmm. We learned about my favorite word in Portuguese, saudade. 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 Say it, Sarah. Saudade. Saudade. I think I did it wrong. We talk about the chemistry of playing music together. It's such a big factor in singing with someone. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun to, to sort of do it and talk about it. Yeah. He's a very interesting, fun, kind human. Smart. Smarty. He's a smarty. Smart, smart, smart. Passionate. He's a very passionate musician. Yes. He's an artiste. <laughs> We're going to come in on this episode doing a little joy song, the band... He was in with Fabrizio Moretti and Binky Shapiro. And so he talks a lot about the origins of that band um, and meeting Fab. I'm going to try, I'm going to attempt to say his name with a, with a Brazilian accent, which he did help me with. So let's hear I, it. Might, I might butcher it, right, but I'm pretty it. sure he said to pronounce it, Rodrigo Amaranchi. So, ooh. Ooh, I, did I just, did yeah. I do it wrong? No, it felt right. I could be wrong about this, but anyway. Please enjoy our episode with Rodrigo Amaranchi. Ooh, I didn't do it right that time. Thank you. 
love that song so much. Thank you. That's the first time I really zeroed in on you. Really? Well, yeah, because I did not know, I did not know you. And um, a friend gave me the Little Joy album, probably maybe a year after it had come out, or maybe it had just come out. When did that come out? That's a very good question. I think it was like... It's, <laughs> I don't remember. I think it's 2009, but, maybe? Oh, I know when it came out. Eight? Um, when it came out the day Obama was elected or took office no elected because it was november is that 2007 2007 right okay yeah 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 that's about that era that's when i that's when i discovered this album and it was it's it's probably one of my favorite albums that i have returned to the most from the last you know 20 years oh wow it's just such a perfect album i i think you probably get that a lot People I mean, tell you that a lot. People it's like, love that record, and I do too. Yeah, but it's just got so much. Uh, the songwriting's great. The singing, I mean, all the playing is great, but there's just a vibe, and it's kind of. This song is a little more uh, melancholy, but the whole album has just like good vibes, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, that's the, the that record has a magic, which was, I think, part of, you know, me meeting Fab and. You know, we got along right away and became fast friends. But, but it was really when, you know, Feb was like, "Well, I, I'm writing songs, and I, let's try to write a song together." I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." That's how it started. Yeah, one song. That's that was the idea, and we tried. We were not at the same place then. I had come to California to record with Devendra. But I met Fab before uh, in Lisbon, 
Uh, anyway, um, but we 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 were talking, and, and so I sent a part. He sent a part back, and all of a sudden we're like, "Oh, this this feels right." And Fab's like, "Why don't you get your ass over here? Let's do that. Maybe write one or two, like a a, a single and a B side." Okay. So I came over, and we sat to write, and it was. I've never had a partner, a writing partner like that. For one, I never really wrote music uh, with other people much. Yeah. I say you and Fab were the easiest, <laughs> uh, seriously, to, to write with. Cause, but, but with Fab, it was, um, we started writing and, okay, this is going well. Okay, let's take a break. Um, and he would be like, oh, I have this kind of bridge thing. And, now, and it was so fast. Yeah. And all of, a, all of a sudden, I was like, well, we have three songs now. That's so cool. And I was like, well, you know, there's this idea. And four, five is like, we're making a record. That's great. And it was very unpretentious. We didn't know. We, we named the band The Bar Next Door. <laughs> Little Joy was The Bar Next Door. Oh, wow. So it was kind of easy. So I feel like the, the record has that, you know? It does. It feels like that easy magic that that you're talking about and Binky's voice in combo as well is just so sweet and yeah. she she's got such a and then she sings in Portuguese on a few songs yeah right? yeah she's good at learning she the sounded great phonetics, yeah. but she that was new to her you completely new she just learned it phonetically from you yeah because it sounds amazing yeah yeah she did a great job I mean she was she was you know there the whole time she wrote too um Less actively than me and Fab, but she was always a very critical voice. When we were writing, she would mm -hmm. be like, "What do you mean by that line? I, this is the this part is a little weak." You know, she was very, very important throughout the whole thing. It's such a beautiful combination. That's what's also special about it. I think, you know, there's like also the thing that me and Fab were. Well, I was. Um, just out of my first band, Los Hermanos, in Brazil, which is really big over there. Yeah. And so, and Fab was kind of taking a break from his, uh, we're both out of our um, from main... The, from the strokes, yeah. Yeah. And so the whole thing felt the opposite. Not that it has to be bad necessarily having a big band or anything like that, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of <laughs> things around, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of, um, you know, um, energy that sometimes can, can be a... a, pr a an unintended presence, you know, even yeah. when you're writing. But <clears throat> over there in Echo Park, we're just like, yeah, we don't know what this is going to be. It doesn't matter, you know. There's something really special when you take all that stuff and and have no pressure, no kind of ambition, you know, yeah. to do no ambition beyond the moment. It's like it's a very in-the-moment project. Like yeah. the music sounds very in-the-moment in that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. It feels like that. Well, it's one of my favorites. It's, it's awesome. Um, Thanks for doing that song. I'm so glad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I haven't played it. I don't think I've ever. I never played it by myself. Really? I have kind of a thing where I. You don't do Little Joy songs ever in your set? I feel like it's unfair. I mean. I think you should throw this one in your set because it's great. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm loosening up a little bit. Like I played. <laughs> now I play one Los Hermanos song in my set. Sometimes if they're like Brazilian fans that I know are going to be very happy to hear it. Oh, yeah. I play a song from the big band, Orquestra Imperial, that I wrote. And Evaporá is a song I wrote before Little Joy. But Fab was like, I don't care. This song is going to be on this record. It's the last song on the mm -hmm. record. He's like, you have to put the song on the record. And I'm very thankful for him for that. Yeah. Yeah.
And so it, it is a Little Joy song that I play. So, yeah, sure, might as well just you play should, that. You should toss it in. Yeah. It's a great one. Um, Los Hermanos, that started when you were young? Yeah, I was in college. Okay. I was maybe 20. And you guys are huge in Brazil. Yeah. That's... The last tour we did was pretty crazy. Really? Was it at like it a sold reunion? out stadiums, wow. like 50,000 people. Recently, right? Yeah, well, the the stories... Well, there's, we were really big. The, the career was kind of a roller coaster thing because our first single... So I was in college and I met this guy, Marcelo, the guy who had just started this band. And I was, you know, playing the guitar and singing or something. He's like, oh... We were singing old samba together, and he's like, "Oh, you 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 know how to do harmonies." I was like, "I, I guess I don't know. Do you want to join my band? It's a punk band, but we use samba chords. That was oh. the thing. Oh, okay. You know, that was what we're that was in, like. How he we're playing of it. in the hardcore scene, you know, yeah. punk bands, cassette demos and stuff. But our songs had diminished chords yeah. and the melodies. So, so that was the thing that was different. And so I joined, and then I was like, well. I might as well try to write songs. I have a band now. So that's when I really started writing songs. Oh, okay, not till after. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember trying before and thinking like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> it's, it's hard at and first. <laughs> I, I probably still thought it sucked, but but I brought it to rehearsals. Like, hey, guys, I wrote these songs here. And they're like, oh, these are great. Do you want to sing them? And the truth is I wasn't really supposed to sing main vocals in oh, that okay. band. Yeah. And... Um, probably shortened the lifespan of the band, but I hope it made it bigger. <laughs> yeah, so... It's all meant to be what it is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No regrets. Wow. Yeah, so I was, I was, it was around that time. It started, our first single was a super huge hit. I mean, uh, it, which wasn't written by me, the first single by Marcelo. I had the second one. Um... But that song, that first song got covered by a band formed by Paul Weller, George Harrison, what? and Jim Capaldi. What? Really? I didn't know this. Yeah, it was all over the news in Brazil. George Harrison covers Los Hermanos. It's not, it, putting it that way, it's a little bit forceful. Yeah. The, the truth is, Jim Capaldi from Traffic, the uh -huh. band, was crazy about the song and, uh, and did a recording of it, which he invited George and okay. Paul Weller to record. To play and, on, okay. So it's not like George is like, you know, <laughs> giving me a call like... Yeah, but still, that's pretty cool. Oh, pretty cool? Are you kidding me? It's the <laughs> coolest thing. I Yeah. So it's not quite right for me to brag about it, but I here I am. I think it's fine. I feel like after a certain amount of time passes, you can kind of brag about anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like about your past. It's kind because, of, because you get older and you appreciate it more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On top of that, it's clear that it did, it doesn't have a direct correlation to my success or lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. It's all right. Yeah. I can tell my grandkids when I have them. <laughs> They'll be like, who's George Harrison? George who? <laughs> who are the Beatles? <laughs> who are, who's George Harris? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Hey, do you want to do that song that we wrote together? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love it. We've been doing it live, and it's been so beautiful. I mean, the, can I just say something about our writing experience? I mean, you know it, but I want to say for the record, I which wanna, which yeah. is that you you uh, gave me a call. Hey, you want to try to write a song together? Yes. And I remember us talking like, you know, no no pressure, you know, sip, see what comes out. And, yeah. But 
then you came over to my place and you were so accommodating and relaxed and fun and you know I was accommodating it was your place no but <laughs> but it's your you I'm even though it's my place I'm the guest in a way you know yeah. you're inviting me in that way but you're and we've met before but that was like such a a warm and easy thing and and we I mean correct me if I'm wrong in three days I mean we met we wrote Pretty much two songs without the lyrics finished on the first day. We finished the lyrics on the second day. Yeah. And recorded it. Yeah. And then like and then we were done. A, a week later, or ten days later or something, they came out. <laughs> I was like, Nora, you're 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 rolling. Well my, Do you do this every week? <laughs> <laughs> my goal at that time, this is what, four years ago maybe, three years ago. Yeah. My goal was to do that with different people and try to release them quickly just to sort of keep rolling just to keep my creative just to do fun things yeah. and meet people and like do, do you find I find that like every time I work with somebody new like that it opens up like a new way of doing things yeah and it was so fun and we sat on that deck you have the best deck well anyway <laughs> anyway it was so fun it was so special to sit there and just talk and get to know each other and write and yeah. and you have the best piano and it was it was it was very it was a little sweet. bit of a magical 3 days it was right? yeah yeah i rem- it was a lesson to me too because you know sometimes i think like oh I, i'm you know over a, an idea and i'm rewriting or thinking is this good what is what's missing you know what one would say are thinking too hard about it Yes. <clears throat> and with us there was no it's not I mean it was it was fast but it was relaxed. Yeah. We knew when things were working, we knew we knew when they weren't and we just you know kind of it was a, a lesson that way like oh this is not This can be easy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like damn. It can be painful or it can be not painful. <laughs> yeah, it's it can be painful. It's true. Yeah. It was it was Fun. Oh man, there's no better feeling than at the end, like, oh, okay, this is done. This is done, and this was great, and let's have some wine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> That's exactly what we did. <laughs> All right, I love this. This is uh, falling. Let me see. Turns into 
that's so pretty. I love it. I, I don't think I could have imagined a more perfect song for us to write together. Because to me, it has what I love about Brazilian music a little bit in it. It has a little bit of that. Um, of course, I don't speak Portuguese, but um, I've always loved Brazilian music. And I just kind of had a feeling we would sing well together, you know? Yeah, it does feel good. Like, yeah, it might sound like I'm just saying it because we're here, but there's something. <laughs> like, oh, you have to compliment me to come on my show. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah totally. I was briefed before. Yeah, yeah, yeah I they know. sent me that <laughs> no, email. I'm just no, but the timbre, like when we singing harmonies together, it feels like it makes me feel like I can sing. You can though. What are you talking about? You know, like uh, I don't know. It's it's. I can't explain. It's like if it's um, it's calming for me or something. It feels like I have a my voice uh, has a a place to to lean on or something. It just it feels pretty. It's not it sounds pretty. It feels yeah. pretty. It feels good. Yeah, I love singing with you. Yeah, I agree too. That the the song has like it's a subtle thing, but if it's the, it's really you and me there. They're like these chords that. Um, I play often that are, are more common in Brazilian music, the sixths and the nines and things like that. But it's not forceful. There's no Brazilian kind of like, you know, yeah. there's no push for that. No, no, not at all. But that's what I love about it. It has, it has like the the little sauce on top of it. Yeah, yeah. it's a pretty song. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I grew up, my mom lived in Brazil in the 60s. So I grew up with some pretty cool records that she had had wow. from that era. And so I grew up really, I did hear a lot of Brazilian music growing up. So I feel like it is part of, it's a big part of my own sort of influence. So it feels natural to sing, to sing in that way. I don't know. I don't know if you can hear it in the way I sing, but I think it's part of it. I, you know? I mean, I don't... <clears throat> I don't know what it is that you that you um, that you feel that stems from that because the you know like like we're talking about the, you know identity is a is a thing we, we are we get used to embracing things that we you understand as identity like in Brazilian music for example oh this is the Brazilian sound um, but it's just as 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 um, innate and authentic as pizza is to Italy you know yeah. that was pita bread. You know, or spaghetti in in China. You know, these things are things conventions we we embrace and we decide that we want to be them, or because it it makes us feel that we belong somewhere, right? Like, mm -hmm. and so um, I'm going on this rant to say that Brazilian music borrowed. You know, if it wasn't for Julie London and Barney Castle, I don't think bossa nova would have been what it what it is. I mean, you know, like Jean Gilberto listening to that record, going like, "Oh, yeah, that's true." This is empty and quiet. Yeah. She's singing Julie London. I mean, this is probably I don't know if some scholars are going to be like this Rodrigo man. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, but but I feel I do because I've heard stories around there. And and this record, Julie is her name. The her first record. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan. Um, I think, you know, she's not the first one to sing to the microphone as opposed to singing to the room. Yeah, you know? yeah. But there was something about the, her delivery and that record has bass, guitar, and vocals. No 
you know, the it's minimal. So those guys are like, oh, that's a good idea. Let's do our folk songs this way. That is deep to think of that. The, but it's like yeah. that, you know. It's yeah, a, an exchange. It's, like bar, something's borrowed from here and there. It's all. It's all like that. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, I don't know that borrowing is even the word because that there's no possession, or there shouldn't be any sense of possession. You I know? agree with art, with music in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So you have you have those things that you feel as Brazilian. Maybe they borrowed it from some American. <laughs> but I yeah. But they exactly yeah. And, and, and you then, know. And the my, circle continues. <laughs> yeah, and my music, I mean, what what would it be without all the other music I grew up listening to, you know? I don't I don't do tip I don't make an effort to be typical, you know, like yeah. I don't I let whatever Brazilian uh thing comes out to come out and I don't I don't keep, you know, I don't keep it from coming just as, as I don't force it. Like, oh, I have to sound more Brazilian here because, you know, my sales are near. Oh, no, no, no. Totally. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. It's, it's all natural. Did you grow up? Uh, are you, were your parents uh, musicians? Well, they both played instruments. My mom last, he kind of abandoned the guitar, but my dad had an amazing ear. He was, he played the guitar and the piano, although he didn't know the names of the chords. Okay, so you just kind of played. But he would hear a song on the radio. It's like, oh, remember that song? And he would sit and play. You know, he would find it. And so there was that. And now I thought, I actually thought I had a mental health issue because I couldn't do it. (laughs) When you were young? Yeah. I was like, how the hell does he do that? (laughs) And I was like, oh, I can never be a musician, I suppose. (laughs) I tried so hard to do that because that by the time I realized that he actually had a special talent, I was yeah. like, oh, I'm halfway there now. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's good. <laughs> but they were, you know, my dad and my mom were huge rock fans. Okay. But uh, at the same time, on my dad's side of the family, I grew up in a samba school. He, they had this thing. I mean, we call it a samba school and it's... it's it, yeah, can you explain it? Because I don't really understand how it works. Yeah, the, the, the wording is confusing because... in. The, the the direct translation is um, summer school, but I feel like the word school here is more towards a school of fish rather than an ah. educational institution because it's so a parade. It means it's, a, it's like a... A samba okay. parade. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's what you see, you know, Mardi Gras, Carnival, they're the same thing, same calendar, same idea, except in Brazil, we it lasts... <laughs> from you know it's supposed to be fat tuesday mm-hmm. and there's ash wednesday after which you recover in brazil i mean officially it's a week but unofficially it's like from christmas to march really. <laughs> yeah because I mean, people are like well you, you guys like to party <laughs> if it's well if it's gonna end it can't end on a wednesday like might as well you you know thursday and friday and then anyway so what that is is that once a year and this happens all over the country once a year the family will get together and determine what the theme of the year is going to be. Mm-hmm. So all the uncles and friends of writing songs around... Only for the, your school? For yeah, Each school is e- like... Has a, their own theme. Their own theme. Okay, gotcha. Each school, and that's the thing. They choose this year what's relevant. Oh, well, let's talk about this or that. And then uh, people try to write songs. We pick the best. And then, okay, sell on it. And then come the costumes and... And the idea for the whole parade. So that's kind of where all the everything comes together, sewing and I yeah. mean, you grew up oh, around doing right. all that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very. Because I didn't grow up doing that. <laughs> no, I mean, I wasn't sewing. I was just watching 
And I was co- in, costumes every year for the for the theme, you know. Yeah, it was like really messy and fun. It's like so fun. We we would pile up in this small town outside of Rio, in this one house. Well, two 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 uncles had two little houses, and it would be like bunk beds. I don't know, like twenty five people, sleep, like rooms <laughs> with like six people. Wow. Like really hot fans and mosquito things, you know. Mm-hmm. And I remember the. It was so exciting and messy, all the cousins and uncles. And everyone was such a prankster in that family. <laughs> like, I mean, it was incredible. They would wake up in the middle of the night, like cut half of someone's mustache. Oh, my God. Like, it was like, there was no adulthood. That sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was fun. And I, I, my first performances were there. I was, from a very early age, a percussionist there. Mm-hmm. And they kind of groomed me to be like, I was kind of like, I don't know if, if, if it was a secret weapon, but I was very young and I would you know, be dressed up just as the actual percussionist and I would lead the, the drums and I'd do a solo and stuff because they're judges. This is a competition. It's a competition. Okay. So each school leaves their house and parades downtown. Downtown, there would be like, uh, what, is, what is that word? Bleachers, right? Okay. With the judges and the mayor. This is in your small town. Yeah. Yeah. And But this is the model for every small I, town in, in Rio, in the state of Rio, around the country pretty yeah. much. That's the idea. They okay. parade, then they stop in front of the judges, and they sing the song. Because uh, we're singing the song like for hours, right? So we sing one round. There's a, a percussion break. To show what the percussion, what the ensemble, and each they have their own thing. Oh, in my family, we play the snare this way, you know. And these are subtle things like we push the sticks, so instead of a hit like pung, it sounds kung. Or uh, instead of going tak chikata garaka tak chikata garaka tak chikata, we go tak chikaka tak chikaka you know, yeah. something like that. Okay. These like little signatures and things, and so then the judges decide who wins, and. We would always win. You would always win? Yes, we would. What was the, do, do you have a name of the school? Yeah. So what was the name the, of The it? name of the town is Saquarema. Mm-hmm. And so the name is a play on words. So the word banda means band. So if if um, we said banda de Saquarema, it means the band from Saquarema. But the name of our school was inverted, was Saquarema de Banda. And jibanda is an expression for being sideways, <laughs> meaning kind of drunk. <laughs> so, and I mean, they, and so that that was the spirit. I have footage of it. There's my the first video for my first solo record is um, the song is Mana. It, it's all footage uh, from that. Really? Yeah, super eight footage of my family and from childhood. Yeah, that the those films. Me, and my sister's an editor, and we did it together. And we chose the period before we were born because as we're cutting the material we realized that the the older ones my grandparents their brothers and sisters they were actually the wildest ones really and they were the ones by watching these videos yeah and they kept it alive once they died that thing died with them really yeah the my parents generation you know they were you know more i mean i suppose more capitalist Less, um, you know, they had their careers and, you know, like mm-hmm. they were adults in the, they're starting their careers in the late 
mid 70s to the 80s the 80s when is when they're like making it happen you know mm -hmm. so their priorities were those things i feel like my grandparents generation their priorities were having a wonderful life yeah having fun and getting together sure they worked hard they had all these things but that was not the priority you know that's that's how it used to be for a lot of yeah the pre-reagan yeah, yeah. Uh, world and it was it was beautiful for us to recognize that with the film, you know, like wow, because we had no idea. We realized like, oh, they were actually more wild. They were more they were wild in that sense, you know, like they partied, they were funny, yeah, they were crazy, and still they sewed hundreds of costumes. They you know organized that whole thing with like such care, and you know it was important. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I should watch that video. Yeah, mana. So, so is the samba school in Brazil, um, it's like that all over Brazil, and it's been going on for hundreds of years. Yeah, right? yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a tradition from Rio, from where I'm from. Okay. But it, because the country's so big, like up north, there are different sounds. You know, samba is a thing. So there's a state called Bahia, right? Yeah. Up north. That's I'm dying where to go there. <laughs> that's where I mean all the greats come from. Not I'm saying all the greats, not all, but a lot. Caetano, Gil, Donze, you know, uh, a lot of good music comes from Bahia. The the reason for that, I dare say, is because it's the blackest state in Brazil. Okay. It's the where the original African religions really survived, Candomblé, and all the traditional because you know, um, people were sequestered from Africa and brought to Brazil, all the Portuguese colonies. And there are different ones. So there are mm -hmm. different nations being brought together and mingled together. The Yoruba, the Bantu, Nago, and all these. So Brazil um, became the place where these things intermingled and along with all the other things. Like people don't realize, in Rio, for example, and up north, there's a lot of Syrian and Lebanese people. Okay. And that really influences some of the cooking and some of the music. Um, and so let's just illustrate. And so um, so there's this kind of fight, you know. Oh. In Rio, say, well, Samba was born in Rio. Well, and then in Bahia, they're like, sure. <laughs> After you visit, you know. But the Samba school thing is a thing from Rio. Okay. Now it's all over the country, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, the, it, that, that same model, different congregations parade, prove their point, yeah. make their theme, and some are political, some are whatever, you know. It's more and more often they become political themes, you know. Yeah, that's incredible. I can't even imagine Yeah. in, in this country, like, if we did that, that would be, that, it's just so intense to think that that's how you grew up. It sounds like everybody just is naturally musical because that's always happening. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, there, yeah, it's, I mean, I think that, yes, we're libertines, you know? Yeah. We're not Puritans. But but in the musical sense, it's very, even I'm, like, when I go to Rio, if I go to a party, like a normal party in Rio, it'll be outside probably, there'll be a table and there will be one or two instruments being passed around, guitars yeah. or a cavaquinho and some percussion. And it passes around and everybody's like they Everybody does does it. Yeah. And I'm usually the one running away from it because, you know, my friends they're like, pick up the guitar. They can play for two hours, like all these songs. Yeah. And I I've I'm like, uh, I, I know 
this one and I know this other one. You know, I don't have the repertoire. Like, you know, I didn't, I don't know when they do it, but they all know all these songs. It's very, it's kind of, um, it's a beautiful thing. It's a, just a very musical country. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, if, if everybody's doing the samba school. All but since childhood. Yeah. Know? And it, it's puzzling how... I never understood that how... Because Brazilian folk music is so elaborate in, in musical terms, right? Yeah. The chord progressions. No, the chords, yeah. They're so sophisticated. It's like jazz, but... It, it is, actually. I don't know where that comes from, really. Yeah. It's so interesting. Can we... Can, will you please take me to Brazil? I want to go to Brazil with you. I'll take you up on that, okay? <laughs> okay. It's on the record. <laughs> Let's go. Let's on the go. record. Let's go. We can tour or we can just go. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh, I w they would love to to see you play. and I love it there. And I would love to do that. Yeah. You can sing our song. Let's do it. Let's do it. Choir of merit praise 
That was so pretty. It was? Yes. Oh, my God. I, I didn't have as many harmonies as I thought I did, but... Oh, my God. I love that song. I love the rhythm of it. How fun to play it for the first time together I like know. that. And you just... Woo. I think it worked out. Yeah, me too. I, I just kind of snuck in, so I think it's good. I love that song. Which album is this from? That's from Drama, the last one. It's from the new album. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah, I was... Yeah, the the... The record, I don't know, I don't want to go on a rant about it, but but this is one of the songs where I was like um, kind of reacting to all the stuff that was happening, you know, mm. during the Trump era or, you know, it's in a way it's kind of a disservice to call it the Trump era. It is an, an era and marked <laughs> by him, but there's more to that, you know. There's, oh, yeah. There's more to that. But anyway... I try to be positive and and write that thing. Will you? had to let it out. I don't know. Let it's, it out. It's it's this room. It's a palate cleanse of, because of our conversation. Yeah. Oh, got you. We're cleaning the energy and becoming one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it's pretty. I like what we did. I liked it. Will you play Irene? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Irene? Irene. Irene. Yeah. But it's the name Irene in Portuguese, yeah. basically. Yeah. It is. It's beautiful. And you use my favorite word at the top of the song. Oh, yeah. Sadaji. Yeah, it's, yeah, that word is subject to a lot of, um, <clears throat> a lot of conversation. Uh, the specialty about it is that it's a noun, mm. not a verb. It's like, not a verb. So I have saudaji. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's kind of like melancholy, but it's not really translatable, right? I mean, I feel like there's more, people give more, of a, uh, the Portuguese speaking um, peoples, they try to sell it as a sentiment that doesn't exist 
elsewhere. Okay. I am going to disagree with that because we're all people. Yeah. And so, but the the special thing about it, which I think does affect, and that that's where the culture uh, comes out, is that because it's a noun, it's something you carry and you can bring out and visit. Hmm. So, you know, so... In a way, like um, the the expression we use uh, translated literally would be, "Oh, I want to kill my saudade of Nora. I'm gonna pull her picture out of the drawer. I'm gonna look at it, and I'm gonna savor mm. the longing instead of like, you know, oh, don't, you know, or forget. You can't see Nora now. No, I'm gonna like go in there and like do everything to enhance that thing." So that it, like, by feeding it, I'm killing it in that huh. sense. Like, I really visit that. And so <clears throat> it's, it's part of, like, you, we indulge in, indulge in, the, in that. As a culture. Pain, yes. You, you, think, you think it's more, you do it more culturally. Yeah, but I think, that, you know, it's, Italians are very much like that, uh-huh. too. You know, they, they um, go for it. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, yeah, I do know what you mean. That makes sense. Yeah. I could see that. This, this yeah. I mean, in a way, I'm, you know, I don't want to be a part of the crowd. It's like, oh, Brazil has this unique, special thing. We're all people. Like, it's, and there's like variations <laughs> of the way we react to things, you know. Everything is, every place is special, everything. We have that word, and it's a very interesting word, the way we, the la- the, the syntax reveals mm-hmm. something about the way we relate to melancholy. Yeah. To longing. To you missing. milk it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. Yeah, well, um, you bounced that ball, so I, know. I had to kick it. But it's my favorite word, and remember we put it in that song? That we that other song we wrote, yeah, but yeah, we, but it's not in Portuguese. But I wanted to use it so bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of words there. There, yeah. you know. Yeah, we used a lot of weird words in that one. It's a very fun one. The, the onomatopoeic. Yeah. Thing. All right, this is beautiful. I'm just gonna play a little. Okay. Piano. Okay. Here's to here's to that feeling. <sighs> Let's wallow in it. Cerquei de longe 
tarde eu encostei o medo Se ontem eu cantei teu nome O eco já não morre cedo Milagre seria não ter O amor é sair Pretty. Thank I, you. I, I, I almost got, didn't start playing because I just wanted to sit here and be sung to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so nice to hear. I, I don't think I've ever played the song with anybody else, really? too. That's why I was like, wait, I have to sing in this part. <laughs> I, like, well, I almost like, didn't play because it was just so haunting. But then I waited. I was trying to wait till something struck me. And then I was trying to be the voice. Like, I was trying to be like... I don't know any of these lyrics, you know, because it's in Portuguese. I don't know what it means, but I was trying to be Irene, Irene, basically, on the piano. Yeah. I was trying to dance it's and be, nice. be her. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's one of those songs. It, it It is a song about longing that way, like everything that I abandoned. I do, there's no real, um, I borrowed that name, Irene, from, so Caetano Veloso, he was, during the the hard years of dictatorship in Brazil, late 60s, he got uh, sent to London. I mean, he was arrested and then exiled in London. And he hated it. And so he wrote this song called Irene. I know that song, yeah. yeah. Irene, yeah. Irene. I love that song. <clears throat> and it's a joyful song about this girl's smile. Like, the the memory of her smile is like, represents everything he misses, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I borrowed the character and put it in a different way. Like, um, uh, for me, and I was not in exile in that way, but I was outside of Brazil, mm -hmm. too, and thinking about the, all the things I abandoned. So it's like, it any there is representing all these things I... Not only for because I came to the States, but in childhood, like, every time I, my parents would move from town to town, quite often and so it's about that that's beautiful let's end with the end i'm gonna play piano in I'll front switch. of nora jones you guys this is gonna be I'm great so sorry come on get out of here i'm a simple man with simple and needs
I haven't played this song in a while, so if I okay. fuck it up, you can sue me. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna sue you. Um, Rodrigo. That's exactly uh, what's going to happen. Laura Jones versus Rodrigo on account of. Um, okay, let me give it a try. <clears throat> Sing 
Thanks for doing this. Oh my God. I've been wanting to do this with you for so long. Yeah, we planned it, didn't happen, the whole thing. I'm so happy. I'm so happy we get to hang out and share everything music and shows and time and meals. I'm very thankful. Me too. Love you so much. Thank you. Love you. I'm just playing along with you. Oh, that was so fun. I just love him. There's something about his voice that is just so relaxing. I know. It's beautiful. I love his singing. Puts me at ease. He's great. I That was just so fun. I also love how he's such a curious person. If he wants to know about something, then he's going to go learn about it. He's going to get into it, whether it's like sewing or language stuff or obviously music. And he's just so inquisitive. Yes. When we were on the road, he had a sewing kit with him. And he was, like, making stuff. (laughs) He, like, figures it out. And then he's very good at explaining things. You know, my four-year-old asked me questions or asked me what a word means. And I have to use that word to describe (laughs) what he's asking about. And then I'll use other words that he doesn't know. Yeah. You know, he'll be like, Mommy, what... What does obvious mean? And I'll say, you know, it's like not obscure. It's obvious. And he's like, okay, mommy. And then he turns around. Mommy, what's obscure? (laughs) (laughs) What's obscure? I need Rodrigo to come explain words to my kid, please. Yeah, I felt like he explained the Samba school thing really well. I didn't completely understand it until... Until yeah, school, like school of fish. Yeah, that made I a like lot that. more sense to me. <laughs> than, I always wondered why it was called a school. Well, we, we had so much fun. Let's go to Brazil with Rodrigo, please. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Rodrigo. Yeah. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Today's episode was recorded by Nate Yachino at the Ballard Bait Shop in Seattle. Mixed by Jamie Landry. Additional engineering by Greg Tobler. Artwork by Eliza Fry. Photography by Shervin Linez. Produced by me and Sarah Oda. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to Nora Jones is Playing Along wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a new episode.